0: As UC Berkeley architect Ronald Rayel was driving to the U.S.-Mexico border wall, his heart was pounding. Rayel, the acting chair of the Department of Architecture in the College of Environmental Design, had just visited a metal fabrication shop in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, where he picked up three neon pink teeter-totters with sparkly striped banana seats. Over the course of about a month, Mexican metal artisans worked with Rael and his partner, Virginia San and Omar Rios, a member of the artist collective, Colectivo Chopeque, to build the teeter-totters.
1: And so those were sitting in a metal fabrication shop in Juarez for nearly six months. And then uh, one day, Virginia and I thought, well, I think it's time that we should just do this.
0: This is Fiat Vox, a Berkeley News podcast. I'm Ann Bryce. When they got to the neighborhood, Puerto de Anapra, people who live nearby came out to see what was happening. On the U.S. side, in Sunland Park, New Mexico, San Fratello, along with friends, artists, and onlookers, stood by, ready and waiting. It was go time. Rayel Rios and Juarez-based graffiti artist Waka Waffles pulled the teeter-totters out and quickly slid them through the slats in the border wall. San Fratello clicked on the seats and handlebars, and in a matter of seconds, people from both sides climbed onto the teeter-totters and began to ride them.
1: In many ways, I don't remember the event itself because the adrenaline was so high and we were uh, flying drones, children from the village were coming and playing and and uh, you can't really see so well to the other side unless you're looking straight through the slat. So there are people yelling and trying to communicate on one side, like what's going on, or get on the seesaw, or, and, and back and forth in two languages.
0: Soon, U.S. Customs and Border Protection showed up.
1: And... And I thought, oh, what's going to happen
0: now? The officers asked what was happening, and Rail's team explained that they were having an event with the kids. And they said, okay, and pulled over to watch. Then, about five minutes later, members of Mexico's National Guard showed up with giant guns.
1: And I thought, oh man, what's going to happen now?
0: But after asking if everyone was a Mexican citizen, which they weren't, the soldiers started taking photos and smiling, and then just walked away.
1: Women and children completely disempowered this wall for a moment, for 40 minutes. There was a kind of sanctuary hovering over this event.
0: The wall, a place that Rael says is normally a site of violence and oppression, had been transformed, even if just for a moment. It was just as he had imagined when he first drew up his ideas for his 2017 book, Border Wall as Architecture. In the book, he conceives of ways to conceptually dismantle the wall, to disempower it, by imagining places where people can share books, play volleyball, ride bikes, or play on teeter-totters as the first step toward its actual dismantling.
1: And so we thought that this would be A moment to show to the world a very important reality of the border which is that the border isn't a desolate place where no one lives and instead this is a world where women live and children live and that we can use play as a kind of vehicle for activism.
0: Rayel imagines a time when the more than 700 miles of border wall that divides the U.S. and Mexico finally comes down. Andy says it'll be partly the responsibility of architects to figure out how to stitch the two sides back together and to heal the scars that'll remain. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Bryce. You can subscribe to this podcast, Fiat Vox, Spelled F-I-A-T-V-O-X on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.